Hi, and welcome to Numbers Go Up, the Fanbyte podcast where we actually talk about video games. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm Merrick Kay, and joining me, as always, are Stephen Strom. Yep, I'm here. I'm awake and I'm alert. I've never felt better. Just like all of us, and Colin McGregor. Hello, I'm I'm back from the Borderlands. Back from the Borderlands. Back from your excursion out into the Borderlands. We're all back at the tower now. We're all talking about our cool adventures that we had out in Borderlands and in our paths of exile, one might say. Uh, and also Diablo is there too, our friend Diablo. Yeah. Is Diablo the name of the demon? It's the yes. name of one of the demons. Like okay, of it's been a long time yeah. since I played a Diablo game. Like two was the last one that I played. He, he keeps uh, coming back when it is the name of like the main. Like so, there's a bunch of demons all trying to be like the main demon, and he's one I of see. the ones trying to be the main. And demon. the hero from the first game uh, did a like uh, sealing Diablo away by like getting stabbed or something. He stuck a big crystal in his forehead, and then that turned him into Diablo. Oh. Yeah, then, I hate when that happens. Yeah, you know? And then all of his friends also went bad? It was unclear. And then oh. in the third Diablo, his daughter, who is your best friend in that game, turns into Diablo because she gets tricked into by her mom into becoming Diablo. Bamboozled. I just mm-hmm. I just want to say that Asmodon should have been the primeval. I've just I've been I've been on this for a while. Uh, it's a running joke between me and a friend of mine. But like, Asmodon is like a much better demon to be like the main baddie than Diablo. Diablo like is like just boring as a villain. I think. No idea. No idea what any of the things you <laughs> said are. All I know about Diablo <laughs> is cow dimension. And that's no merit. It. There is no cow level. Oh, right, of course. There is no cow level. It doesn't exist. Bungie Never. needs a cow level. Like, we need a cow level in, in Destiny. We need, a, we need a cow level in Destiny. Oh, speaking of Destiny... <laughs> speaking of Destiny... Uh, not a whole lot going on in the game in the past couple of weeks. No, I did um, just drop the This Week at Bungie in the chat for the record. Oh, it so. literally just went up? Yep, just now. Wow. We were, well, we were holding our breath, waiting to see if this week at Bungie would go up. Um, on right. We usually want to hour. record. We usually try and record after, but we're all very tired. <laughs> yeah, so um, we're. Just, I'm just going to scan this really quickly. So obviously they are talking about uh, these uh, instances of uh, harassment and abuse in the Destiny community. Uh, Cosmo wrote this big thing about how people have come forward with um, experiences with all of these different streamers. And uh, Bungie basically, I, th- I think, is not working with most of the people who they either weren't working with them already anymore or yes. they're trying to cut ties. And it seems like they're trying to basically do the right thing, which is heartening. Yeah, yeah totally. They were they were really fast because the, the main one was Say No to Rage. Um, and like within like I would say like three hours they were on Twitter like explaining that look we're already cut we've already cut ties with them uh, we haven't worked with them in a while like it's over like that is uh, his basically entire like community and career and destiny is basically just over. Good. Yeah. No. Exactly. Yeah. We'll we'll see. We'll let let's hope. Um, let's I hope. A- and <laughs> I feel like the the career path kind of. Um, these days is 
it turns out that you have done like a really bad thing uh-huh. and then you pivot to having a Patreon where you talk about SJWs all the time. <laughs> exactly what and, I was And you say. start making twice as much money as you did before. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of bad people definitely get outed and then are allowed back into spaces that they perhaps should not have been allowed into in the first place, it feels like. Um, in, I don't even know if they're allowed back anywhere, but um, certainly they, they find new ones yeah, for sure. sure. Uh, they find new ones with people who simply don't care or people who think that they're martyrs and um, should be rallied behind. So that sucks. Don't do that. I'm not sure who I'm talking to when I say that, but... Um, Hopefully nobody listening to this. <laughs> yeah, no, nobody listening to this is, is that person. Um, yeah, so uh, this is obviously very uh, tough. It's difficult. It sucks uh, on the one hand that all this stuff has happened. Uh, and on the other hand, it is always heartening when um, communities take pretty swift action with regards to these kinds of things. So uh, I guess kudos to Bungie. Um, you know, for all of the, the shit that we've given Bungie about Destiny over the past few months, I have to say, like, their response to pretty much everything else that isn't Destiny has typically yeah. been pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Like their speed of reaction and their like actual commit like material commitment to things has been uh, pretty cool. So nice work, y'all. Yeah, that uh, that Black Lives Matter emblem. I'm seeing. I have. I got it as well. You get it for the the pin uh, from buying it from them. But I've been seeing it everywhere. Uh, well, people do love emblems. So. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's that's. I mean, I mean, it's a it's a good way. I think though, considering the the funds are going towards that cause, uh, it's it's good that Bungie has always been very uh, swift, I suppose, at dealing with uh, with issues outside of the world. Like, we saw them with the COVID thing. We've seen them with Pride. Mm-hmm. We've seen them with this. It's, it's as much the, as people... The Australia wildfires. Yeah. As much as people, like, scream and yell about, like, the grind in Destiny, as was as even we often do. They, I was going to say, people, yeah. yeah. Other people. Other people that, yeah, you know. We love the grind. We love those bounties and medals. Yeah. And, but it's it is it, I do agree it's it's they are very good at navigating kind of the social space with with grace and humility I suppose. Yeah, um, it's it's always cool to see a company be able to do those kinds of things. Uh, when it comes to the game itself this week, not a whole lot going on. Um, I've kind of tried to pick it up again, and I have remembered like how good playing Destiny feels. Like, mm. just even, like, switching between different weapons and things. Um, and just, like, you know, when you're grinding bounties all the time, it gets old. But when you're just, like, oh, I have to use a scout rifle? Okay, I'll pull out something from my you know, my vault and be like, oh, I like this one. I like this. This feels good to use. Um, or just, like, going through strikes and, uh, you know, just, like, knocking out a ton of people with your super or whatever. Like, it still feels good. It still yeah. looks good. Yeah. Um, there's not much going on right now. Basically, I've been trying to grind up to do the dungeon. I'm, yeah. at, like t- I'm at like 1025, <laughs> so I'm like halfway there from where I started, which was like 1,000. Um, it seems like a little less miserable this time around just because I f- it feels like there's more sources of high-level drops, but that might be wrong. 
Um, um, there's there's more pinnacle because they added pinnacle okay. to gambit uh, strikes and crucible, so you had you can get more uh, higher end. Now, if you get a pinnacle when you're not at the cap, is it effectively just a powerful? It, it's it's a little bit better than a powerful, I think. It's okay. it's a few light better than a powerful. That's why, like I, I, I Nikki was trying to figure out what to do. I told him, you know, mm-hmm. get all your your powerfuls out of the way first, and then go do your pinnacles. Uh, right. That's always the best way to kind of like maximize it. Uh, also, it's nice when you're not at max level uh, or not the soft cap when you get a prime right. uh, engram, and it's like, oh, this is something. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. This, it, I can, it might not be a good weapon, but I can still like dump it into something else, and it's like, oh, cool. I've been I've been wasting my time. Uh, I just lo- dumped ten thousand gunsmith materials into Banshee for basically nothing at this point. Wow. I'm trying to get the oh, wow. I'm trying to get the Truth Teller uh, a good roll in the Truth Teller grenade launcher. It's the uh, old Dead Orbit one that they brought back because um, they're they're vaulting mountaintop in the fall, and I want to replace it for them. And this is apparently like the best choice because it's it can roll with feeding frenzy, it can roll with multi kill clip, it can roll with spike grenade, so it can like it actually has some really good perk pools, but. You can only yeah. get it from random legendary sources or from Banshee, yeah. and I dumped 10,000 gunsmith material, and I got one, oh and God. it's just garbage. So, you're not going to want to hear this. Uh, maybe cover your ears, okay. because this is going to hurt you more than it hurts me. Uh, I went around to collect my clan engrams from... Um, uh, God, what's her name? Hawthorne. Hawthorne. Um and I got two of them. <laughs> oh my god! In my like four clan engrams that I got for other people in my clan playing, I'm probably going to get kicked out of that clan soon for inactivity, just because I like haven't been on the Discord or playing with people very much. But right, uh, and that's my bad, and it's nothing to do with them. It's just I I just haven't been. But uh, in the meantime, delicious free clan engrams. <laughs> Take it while you can get it. Uh, yeah, and I did yeah. get two. Between the two, I wish I could combine them because one has multi-kill clip and one has spike grenades, but mm-hmm. but uh, I'm going to play around with them. But Mountaintop, didn't it fire the grenade like straight? Like, yeah. wasn't it basically this like a mini rocket launcher? A, this one has got a pretty like low curve. Uh, unless okay. you're doing it from like a really far distance, this one still is pretty like, it's still pretty much like, I'd say within like 20 to 30 meters, you have to like maybe aim just a little bit higher than you normally would to like drop someone. Right. But I mean, I've really started to love grenade launchers as a secondary option to just clean up majors, especially like in the dungeon. It's very useful. Mm. And I'm, I'm just, I'm just so sad. I'm going to lose the mountaintop when, when it ruined yeah. the fall comes. We're all very sad about that. I mean, I'm not because I never got one. Yep. Uh, but uh, every, I feel for everyone else. Do you think um, this is their like, method for like, look, we're not going to add vaults. We're not going to add more vault space. We're just going to make all the shit in your vault useless. Uh, I mean... No, because that still requires you to sit around and just shard everything, which is not fun. See, the problem is that, like, I have emotional attachment to a lot of these guns, and I still, like, I'm still on the fence of things, like, because the, the shit, like, random shit in this game just becomes useful. Like, the Galliard, which is, like, a Black Armory assault rifle, suddenly was, like, the second best legendary assault rifle in the game for PvP because of the assault rifle buff, but, like, 
nobody fucking has that gun because yeah. it's it's it was a it was a trash drop like a year and a half ago and now all of a sudden it's like the best gun in the game like i have such like a paranoia of like but if i delete this yeah. i know the next day the next update is gonna be the best gun ever and then i'm right. gonna be i'm gonna be trash I mean, yeah, that's why I do keep a lot of stuff. And my vault is almost full right now. I think I'm at like 450 or something. So sometime soon I will have to go through. Because the other thing is like, I do just have like a lot of dupes and um, probably just like a lot of trash rolls on things that I could easily get again. I've just like, was like, I don't want to think about this. I'm just going to throw it in the vault. That's future merits problem. Mm -hmm. Uh, And now we're finally getting to that point where it's like, oh boy. It's like for generations, we've just been dumping our stuff in the vault and now the vault is filling up and it's like, hmm, (laughs) we didn't think about this (laughs) like 50 years ago. Uh, That's not a metaphor uh, for anything, though. No, no, not really. Uh, Iron Banner is back next week and uh, no longer skill based matchmaking on Iron Banner. It's going to be interesting to see. So uh, that's interesting. They're bringing back some weapons that I haven't seen in a long time. Yeah, the, uh, the uh, forward path and the fool's remedy. I have never seen those, uh, so they must be fairly old. I, I have not seen them in a very long time. I think those are like original Iron Banner weapons, like right. sort of D one, a D two Iron Banner, and I think that's a new armor set. Uh, did they say that? Because no, don't... no, it's <laughs> it's a reprise of the Iron Fellowship. Mm. There we go. So I was gonna say the the helmet from the Warlock looks like the set you get in Callus's. Uh, it does kind of look Leviathan, like that. Yeah. Um, uh, dungeons. Spire yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's neat, I guess. Um, eh. <laughs> yeah. Who cares? <laughs> uh, I, and there's like a new emblem that is fine, I guess. Uh, also, they're bringing back all of the the warlord, uh, or sorry, iron lord themed weapons. Iron uh, lords. Wow, that was good. Um, they're bringing them back with uh, season of arrival infusion caps. So if you want a new spike grenades, swarm of the raven, you can definitely grind for that. Oh no! Uh, oh no! <laughs> yeah. Oh no! Uh, <laughs> So uh, I don't, the rest of those weapons, I don't know. I never really loved any of them. Uh, like the only one that Storm matters the Raven, is Storm of the Raven. Storm of the Raven is really like the only one that really matters to me. People might have some use for like Talons of the Eagle or Bite of the Fox. I never really liked any of them. But Storm of the Raven was a pretty good grenade launcher and um, probably still is not bad. I have like, I have like flashbacks to when that was like the gun to use against Callus. And uh-huh. I spent so much time, an unhealthy amount of time in Iron Banner, looking for a roll of that gun, <laughs> and, yeah. and just and just like spending like so much time. And I just, oh, just the thought of having to do that all over again. I just, you know what I did when people were like, "Oh, spike grenade, grenade, uh, grenade launchers." I just pulled out like one of those legendaries that has fixed stats yeah, and has spike has grenades spike on grenades. it. Uh, and I was like, I'm just going to fucking use this. I don't care. <laughs> like, Also, I never really mastered like landing heavy grenade launcher hits on bosses. Right. I was never like really good at that. It was always a lot easier for me to just use Whisper um, or Izanagi's um, when that was for the like sure. one season when that was, uh, you know, good. 
it's 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 so this is like comes back as we mentioned a little bit last week but this is kind of like an issue i have with the idea of revised weapons is a lot of people spent time grinding for god rolls of these weapons like i don't understand the idea of making like my gnawing hunger from last year completely irrelevant when it's literally just going to be the same role like i can get going into next season like why not just up make it so like the kind of legacy versions of those guns also get updated so i don't have to grind for them yeah i don't know i don't know um hey but speaking of gnawing hunger huh i don't think i had one of those guns before was that a like a gambit prime drop yeah, or something that was a gambit prime that was one of the reckoning drops which explains why a lot okay. of people don't have it. yeah i didn't have one but i got one uh recently as like a world drop or whatever they come from or maybe it was a was it uh you, you get it from engrams? the engrams. okay yeah and wow is that is it good yeah, <laughs> like, it slaps it's, i like it a lot it's, it's it's very it's very good as an assault rifle like the fact that you can get it with like overflow and uh multi-kill clip i believe it's just mm-hmm. it's just a very stable and a very deadly assault rifle it's beaten out age-old bond as my uh my favorite um energy auto rifle right now so yeah that's it's 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 very good i suspect it'll it'll be one of like the top tier weapons going into um season of the arrivals just because of how like just strong it is it's curious it's interesting though that only a few of the gambit weapons are being pulled like spare rations i guess they just don't want to have to deal with anymore in pvp because that's Mm -hmm. just not coming back at all okay yeah the spare (laughs) rations trust like some of like the random hand cannons that like were running like bygones all the ones that like ran rampant in Mm -hmm. uh, crucible they're just like no we're not bringing those back (laughs) but like so they brought because it's the it's the it's not the grenade it's the rocket launcher the sidearm the and there's one I'm missing and then the uh, gnawing hunger I think are the only game of weapons coming oh, forward oh yeah the, the terrible sidearm yeah that awful awful sidearm <sighs> yeah we need to we need to get you guys up to get to the dungeon we I know to- I'm working on it I will I'll get there I'm at 1025 so probably like I don't know like if I actually play for a few days, I can I can grind up there. There's probably a point at which like I'll have to I'll be time gated because I'll run out of powerful sources. But right. um, although what do the um, the tainted what are they called? Not tainted engrams. Um, umbral. Umbral, right? Uh, did those drop at level? Um, so you can upgrade the the machine, the non drifter talking machine. Yeah, uh, it'll it'll drop like three or four at like I think powerful tier one or tier two. It'll give okay. you like like the, it's like the first three or like the first oh, four right, you get yeah. like will be uh, powerful, and you can kind of like dictate which ones. Which is I guess a nice way to help kind of mitigate. Uh, if you're like me and you run the dun- and you run a garden and you get nothing but powerful energy weapons and you're just that's the only thing you can upgrade, uh-huh. uh, it's a nice to kind of have some control over it, I guess, uh, for your armor and your gear. I actually really like the the weapons this season, uh, and I normally don't like the seasonal guns. Yeah, I mean, are there only are there only three uh, weapons that you get from Umbral? darkness weapon drops like there's the sword 
There's the, the sword, hooks. the fusion rifle, the bow, the auto rifle, and then once you hit 45 on the season pass, the pulse rifle, and then the other uh, sword, which absolutely slaps. The other sword is the cabal one, right? Yeah, it's the guillotine. It's the one, it's the void. <sighs> yeah. It's the dark drinker. It's the spinning one that will literally define this game's meta for like unless Jesus. it doesn't get buffed. You just do a spin attack. You yeah. just do a Zelda it's, spin attack. It's super bonkers. I, it's, I think I'm at like 15 or maybe like 50, somewhere 15 to 20. Right I now, like so. even the even the, like the the base roll that it drops is really because it has whirlwind blades. So you just hit something five times and then you spin and, and just eliminates because I did the nightfall and me and two other randoms we all had it and i think we like one shot the boss <laughs> by the spin <laughs> cool that's fun uh well i think that's probably all for destiny right now um yeah unless i'm missing kinda... something not really uh... nothing's really happened we're still waiting on the two exotic quests uh one oh, yeah. of which is apparently 22 steps long, which is going to suck. <laughs> what if all the steps are just like, talk to this guy, though? I really like, hope so. The The one I'm kind of interested to see, because like, I I both loathe and hate them, is the catalyst for that fusion, for that linear rifle, where it's like, destroy the 50 eyes. Because apparently, like, there's some in the dungeon, oh, there's God. some in the, in the whisper of all things, the whisper mission. It's like you have to just find these fifty eyes and just blow it up because Wait, we do. Is this is this like um, Dreaming City Eggs? Yeah, part two, the yeah. Redux. It's it's a hundred percent Dreaming City Eggs part two. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! I mean, oh, at no. least it's not. At least it looks like it's not time gated like the Whisper stuff, like the the bow was, where you had to like wait a week for six weeks to get all of them. This one seems like yeah. you can just get them whenever. I gave up on that. Um, like last season, in the middle of last season when like the content drought was really bad, I was like, oh, I'm just going to try and get a bunch of old titles because I'm really close to like a bunch of them. And then I realized, actually, I was like, oh, I only have like one triumph left for like a lot of these. And then I was like, oh, the gambit one I have left is like entirely dependent on other players using their supers when they invade. Um, I hate that one. The Dreaming City one I have left is like get all the fucking eggs and then all the bones, so I guess two. And then the Wayfinder one, uh, or Wayfarer, is like the uh, um, something is it, else. Is it the absurd. Mars one? It's probably the Mars one. Is it get the Mars um, one? I think I have all the Mars weapons now. Oh, I think I need the um, the boss drops from EP. Gotcha. That and one, uh, that then the lore one was like I need the lore from. Uh, from Mara's throne room, which is one every three weeks. Uh, that was brutal. I, and I, I went, fell off of that. I was I doing went, it for I a while, and then I was just like, no, fuck off. I, fuck think this. If, I don't need these. <laughs> I think if I wasn't committed to getting Curse Breaker when uh, Forsaken came out, I would have abandoned that. Because like, about halfway through, I realized, like, oh, shit, this is going to take like three or four months to actually get. Mm-hmm. Cause in, in, I guess Bungie thankfully learned her lesson because that's just not fun in any at all. Is it just wait Yeah, just like wait. having to wait to... Yeah, and like I think where what I landed on was like, oh, I don't actually want or need old titles that badly. And if I'm just doing this to like look for content to play, then I could play something else, I guess. Uh, and speaking of something else, Stephen, I understand that... Um, You've been playing Path of Exile, is that right? Playing is 
such a loaded term. Okay. Okay. Uh huh. What verb would you use that's, to describe that's your sound experience? Of an addict. That's the sound of an addict. Okay. Uh, patching. Uh, installing 15 gigabyte patches to a game that I huh. reinstalled uh, at at one point over last weekend. I want to say because they did go ahead and announce over at Grinding Gear Games, the makers of Path of Exile, which if people don't know, it's a free to play Diablo like. Um, with perhaps the most loot-driven of uh, free-to-play loot games. Uh, yeah, they put in like this patch called the Harvest Update, some 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 kind of harvest thing. I mm-hmm. the Grim admit, Harvest, the Soul Harvest, Soul Harvest, Grim Harvest, uh, or is it like a real harvest? It's a real harvest. It's a legacy oh, wow. of Kane Soul Reaver on these real plants because you they added farming. <laughs> Oh. See, I saw that in the show notes, and I'm like, what do you mean it added farming? Like, did it not have just farming? And I, it took me a second to realize you meant literally farming. <laughs> not yeah. Like, <laughs> not the um, way that most people mean when they talk about video games, which is doing uh, repetitive bullshit work, and we just sort of accept that, that, that that's fun. And uh, <laughs> the video games are bad, huh? How do yeah. we get here? How do we get here? This isn't what Ralph Bear wanted. Yeah, this is why they made that statue of him. It's to watch us, um, you know, honor Nintendo Switches out there, just kind of like grinding for loot over and over again. And like it's a the only good statue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All the other it's statues the are canceled. The only one we can't tear down is that one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have not played much of this. I have not played any of this update of Path of Exile. What I did do was reinstall the game, patch the game, patch the game for 15 gigabytes, feel slightly uh, what's the word uh, obligated to at least boot it up once again to try and approach this um, farming stuff because uh, Path of Exile is a game that I have tried to play about 17 different times over the years and have never been able to get past like the first half hour of because... Uh, have you guys seen the, the skill tree of Path of Exile? No, uh, I am not. No. I need it's to like to you. It's just like fractal, isn't it? It's just like trees within trees. The, oh, the closer yeah. you look, the more specializations and like plus 5% to reload uh speed or something oh yeah it's 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 more than that merit it's uh here it is here's how granular does it get hell this is the skill tree in path of exile for every character no matter who you start now what you've now what you've posted here is um this is a nice subway map now this is i'm trying to figure out what this looks like and uh this is nothing. Yep. I mean, I, when I said fractal, I, I didn't expect it to actually just be that. Yeah, just a non-Euclid... The world's first non-Euclidean skill tree in video games. This is like How does one of those look- diagrams that's like the tree of life, and it's like, here's, what, <laughs> here's, here's where you came from. Uh, slime, and then that turned into fish, and uh, then you get plus three to archery. <laughs> you get does, plus three to archery on the uh, roots of Yggdrasil, uh, which yeah. is what we're looking at here. How does anybody, um, like, pull this up and be like, this looks like my kind of game? <laughs> like, I say that as somebody who, like, generally, like, is fine with skill trees and investing and really kind of breaking down. But, like, I've always, like, I've always prided games that, like, 
kind of streamline their skill trees to make it a little easier to follow. Like this is clown shoes. This is this like just like I would open this up in the game. I would see this and be like, mm, nah, I'm good, and I just quit out. <laughs> well, Colin, it's interesting that you say that because that's exactly what's happened to me about four different times over the past five years, uh, four or five uh-huh. different times. So I've booted up Bath of Exile, uh, gotten to about the part where I get to this. It's not even just this. This is the other crucial thing about Path of Exile is like you start this game, you wash up on a beach no matter what character you pick and uh, that's like the starting area you kill some zombies and then it's like here's a gem this all the skills in this game are based on these gems that you slot into your weapons and then the first gem you get will be like here's etheric surge or whatever and it's just like wall-to-wall text on this like one gem that you slot into your fucking like level one wand <laughs> and you have to just read like 20 minutes to understand like what one sk- passive skill does the first one that they give you in the game it's impenetrable the game is ridiculous and I should be the chief audience for that because I'm a ridiculous person who plays nothing but ridiculous games like this. I play Warframe, obviously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have somehow just always bounced off of Path of Exile. I think it does, uh, it does speak volumes to how good Blizzard is at streamlining like a complicated game like Diablo that does have like insane layers, but like it's still pretty easy to understand what you need to do in it. Like, this yeah. just... I don't even know where you start with this. Like, okay, so so this is the same skill tree for every character? Like, this yeah. is the same... Okay, so is there classes in it? Like, in Diablo, like, mage. Yeah. So, see, is there... Jesus Christ. Like, how many How many of these do you... Can you fill out the entire thing? Can My you understanding all, is you can fill out the entire thing, Colin. Oh, this just looks like so mm. much work. <laughs> just like to even get like halfway through this, like I'm assuming you get like one of these slots a level. Yeah, that's what it seems like. So this is probably like I would wager 200 levels of work. Oh my god, that's this is. I feel like that's one of those things where you started Path of Exile and you're really rewarded because now your cool character super badass. Uh, and good for you. Like if this is your type of game, like by all means. But like starting out. This just looks awful. This just, I don't, I could never sell this to a new person and be like, no, this is going to be a fun experience you're going to enjoy. This is what video games are. This, hey. is, this is what video games Hey, like, hey, Dad, you know how you love Super Mario World and uh, Rush 2049? <laughs> uh, well, this is what video games are now. They're, you know, uh, unlike Mario stepping on Goombas, we have, uh, you know, a plus 0.87% chance to land a critical hit with two-headed axes. And We'll, uh, talk, we'll talk about Borderlands later, don't worry, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> and instead of uh, cars with flying wings on them that they do cool stunts, uh, there's the... Um, there's a chance to get a high-level loot drop every 40 kills. Yeah. 40, yeah. that's generous. That's, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. 4,000. There you go. Uh, anyway, yeah, I don't have a ton to say about this other than that they put out like a major uh, patch for Path of Exile that I and I am once again I am once again trying to stop Path of Exile, and uh-huh. um, we'll look forward to your update next week where you've given it up and gone back to something else. Oh yeah, don't worry about it. Uh, I'm kind of uh, in a downswing on live games in general right now as I'm just kind mm. of like enjoying the sanctity of games that you can beat for a little bit, Dang. kind of. Yeah. Well, you know what? You've been, you've been doing Divinity, You know right? what? The door's right there. Yeah. 
the door to the podcast, the metaphorical door to the oh. podcast is right there. If you want to go and talk about games that you can finish, where numbers like don't go up, where the numbers stay the same, <laughs> uh, you're welcome to do that. Now, hey, Divinity Original Sin 2 does have randomized loot. That's it's true. There is a game. That is a, no, it's not even a single player I, game. I it's multiplayer. It's yeah, that's true. I know people who play the co-op like uh, campaign and it sounds very cool yeah. um, if a little bit difficult to schedule also just a difficult game as just, uh, yeah. I personally found I've out. been following your tweets on it and like it just seems so soul crushing as it continues to go along like it sounded you sounded so positive going into it and like as it's going along it's like oh man I'm gonna get through the first part of this game damn it it's just it's just so much yeah, I, I'm going to include Divinity Original Sin 2 as a live game for right now, just because, again, like Merritt said, people played through it multiple times. Plus, they did just put out new DLC for this game. It came out, like, two years ago. Uh, free DLC. They they put out, like, tons of free Aren't DLC. Aren't they busy working on Baldur's Gate? Not only are they working on Baldur's Gate 3, they're also working on another Divinity game that was supposed to be out this year but got delayed due to the, the virus. Uh, there was supposed to be a, a third Original Sin-focused game this year. Now, what is the Original Sin? Is that like the eating the, the apple from the Tree of Knowledge? Mm, I mean, there are apples. There's a whole crafting system in this game where you can uh, make apple pie. Um, that is a sinful, sinful delight, I like to think. Um, uh-huh. I don't know what the original sin is. I played about 20 minutes of the first original sin, which is you had to mod in the co-op play. Uh, but it was a, such a popular mod that they made co-op like just a thing in the franchise. Right. Mm. Um, I played about 30 minutes of it with a friend at the time, thought this seemed cool, and then fell off of it. Um, so I don't know if maybe that's where the original sin happens. Um, in this one, in the current Divinity Original Sin 2... It seems like most of the sins are like, uh, well, I'm, I'm friends with a red lizard man who, um, was, whose culture definitely, definitely still does slavery. That's probably pretty sinful. Uh, I mean, yeah, that, that's a crime. Yep. <laughs> is it? But, but he's funny, so. He is funny. So I it's fine. I, I will um, say, like, I don't know much about the game, but what I do know is that, isn't it, it's if you're, like, a necromancer or, like, a skeleton guy, like, you have to wear a helmet at all times, otherwise people just not talk yeah, to you. Yeah, it turns you- out that people are afraid of talking walking skeletons. Yeah. So you have to rip someone's face off and put it on your face and then... And then you're way less scary after you use the device called the face ripper. <laughs> after you just have someone's face just like stuck on the front of your skull. I am a human. Like, oh, I see. I am alive. I'm living. Don't don't worry about me. I, I see. It's honestly, a regular human man. Okay. That's you, fine. You, you joke, but there is like before you get the face ripper, because it actually it's like a number of hours before you can get the face ripper or the mask mm-hmm. of the shapeshifter or whatever. And you need to keep your entire body covered uh, if you're a skeleton person in this universe. Otherwise, it's just like every NPC will just attack you, like, just shop vendors will just be hostile to you and try to kill you constantly. Um, if you start the game as a skeleton man, um, you have to be wearing, you have to just be covered head to toe in armor at all times, and the only helmet that you have at first to cover up your skeleton head is just a bucket you wear on your head <laughs> <laughs> that uh, gives you negative one to initiative every time you start combat because you can't fucking see, um, and yet everybody just, like, you're just walking around wearing a bucket on your head saying, like, yes, I am a normal, a normal man, do not look underneath the bucket. 
Don't um, worry. I just have anxiety, so I wear a bucket. <laughs> I am a normal person who has a normal job and pays his normal taxes. Please do not remove the bucket. Yeah. Uh, you can also garden in that one. Actually, there's a whole farming thing that they added in a free update to the game. Yeah, they put out like they've put out like 15 free DLC updates for this game since it came out. Wow. And the most recent one is I think they they're calling I think it's the last one that they've said. It's also the biggest because it just adds straight up entirely new areas to the game. It adds these. It's basically based around these four new armor sets um, that are like these new loot drops that you can get. Uh, that all have extremely unique properties. I've got one armor set right now that I got from basically uh, the Grim Reaper. Uh, oh. But if the Grim Reaper was a bird. And uh-huh. um, the armor set makes my... my currently, my, I've, got, I've got my Skeleton Man, Fane, equipped with it. It makes wing giant angel wings grow out of his back. Um, so he's immune to ground damage. So if the, the ground is on fire, he's just floating above the ground. So he doesn't take fire damage. And he can just fly <laughs> once every turn. Uh, which is pretty good. And he can eat corpses to get a damage buff. Which, That's which, is, how it works yeah. in, which is how it works in nature, honestly. Yeah, that is yeah. how it works in real life, too. <laughs> There's honestly a lot of corpse eating in, in Divinity Original a lot Sin of too. A lot of truth in that game. Yeah. Uh, I don't have to keep going on about it, though, because I think it's a dubious whether it fits for this show. Now, yeah. is there any corpse eating in Borderlands, Colin? There's no corpse eating in Borderlands. There. I refuse to believe that. There is definitely a okay, side quest okay, in Borderlands <laughs> with corpse eating. Now I'm eating. trying to think. There probably is corpse eating. There's probably like mm-hmm. monsters that eat corpses, but like as far as like abilities to eat corpses, I don't think there are. There's corpses eating. Uh, what what did happen today was the Bounty and Blood Fistful of Dollars, I think the full name is. Uh, the DLC released today. I, I installed Borderlands and I tried, much like, like uh, Steven with Path of Exile, I installed Borderlands, I installed all its nonsense extra DLC, I installed this, installed this one, and I... I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm going to finish uh, Fistful of Dollars, Bounty of Blood. It's not... It's not great. Like it's it's. I'm sure for for people who have invested a lot more time in it, there's obviously a lot more things that they can be said as far as like is the loot good because they have Mayhem Ten now, uh, which like only makes it more difficult. Uh, I know Paul Tassi wrote a review on it, so if you're like looking for like someone who somehow put like hundreds of hours into this game, that's it. But like as someone who's trying to return to Borderlands. This isn't it. Like, it's not... I don't know. It's just not fun. Like, the narrator, I know we were... I was excited about it. It doesn't... It's so far, at least in, like, the two to three hours I've played, hasn't done anything, like, exciting with the narrator. It's just, like, this old-timey West guy narrating your journey. Uh, like that's it's, a bummer. It doesn't really do much with it. Like, the, the whole gimmick on this one is... Uh, it's Wild West-themed, but it's, like, what if we miss uh, Magnificent Seven with the... Uh, Seven Samurais and Wait, so mix the Magnificent Seven with Seven Samurai. Yeah, so like the it's like a mix of Western and Japanese. So like the build, but it's not like a really thoughtful, interesting mix of it. It's like what if the saloon had the top of a pagoda and like that's the aesthetic of <laughs> of the entire game? Because I mean, yeah, because those are the the same. They're the same uh, thing. Yeah, the same movie. Also, the movie. Uh, God, what the fuck is it called? There's a space movie. Um, that's the ice same. Pirates. Uh, <laughs> it's not ice pirates, but, uh, 
Um, not space Star truckers Wars. either. It it's basically it was a movie that was made to uh, capitalize off of Star Wars, oh. and in, but instead of learning to be a Jedi master, Luke Skywalker just goes around the universe and gets together like a a group of bounty hunters to save his world from. You, is this Blake Seven? No, let me see what it is because I watched it not too long ago with Danielle, so it will be on my letterbox. I bet it has star or space in the name. Oh, Battle Beyond the Stars. Yeah, oh, is. okay. Uh, it was 1980. Uh, George Peppard plays Space Cowboy, and uh, the spaceship looks like it has... The spaceship just the main enemy spaceship looks real fucked up. If you just search Battle Beyond the Stars poster, hmm. you can see it on there. Now I have to pull this up. I'm sorry. It just looks I don't know. It's either Bazongos or Ooh yeah, that's or, just got a big old pair of yabos on it, huh? Well, it's that or it's where the pee is stored. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's kind of like it's kind of hard to tell. Yeah, kind of like a snake situation because there's two kind of nacelles, let's call them, up at the top below. Yeah, the warp nacelles. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, they even use uh, the phrase seven magnificent warriors" in the uh, okay, well. the tagline. So, I mean, <laughs> this is becoming an episode of fan with now. We, yeah, we, to- we gotta stop. We gotta stop. So, it's not very good, huh? It's uh, so I can't. It's it's difficult for me to say if it's not very good for like veteran players because I'm not. I'm not like I'm not someone who I liked somewhat. I like Borderlands two. I like Borderlands one. I kind of enjoyed my time with Borderlands three. I'm half and half with that game. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Like, yeah, I, I really got hoping- Stockholm syndrome with it too. Yeah. <laughs> I was really hoping that this would be like the game to get me back in, but you hop in and there's 10 levels of mayhem, which are like increased difficulty levels that give you better rewards. If you don't know, um, and the problem is like I don't know where to start and the game isn't great about kind of easing players that are coming back back into the game because so I came in and my build is from like vanilla Borderlands 3 and my build like barely works anymore because apparently like a bunch of things changed with Flak uh, so I had to like quickly like scrounge together like a bunch of shit in my vault to, like make some kind of build so I could go through this and it's it seems I don't know. It's not that engaging. The story doesn't have any like returning characters and what new ones they have aren't that interesting. Um, you're facing off against like this wild West gang called the devil riders and the devils are like these dinosaur monsters. And I don't know. The only cool thing so far is that you get like this really cool hover bike, but then you remember borderlands three has the driving controls of somebody who's blindfolded and like, has been like gassed with like some kind of toxin or something because you can't like barely steer the damn thing because it just crashes in the walls i don't know it's it's for borderlands like veteran players i'm sure it's great you got more content but if you're like me who's kind of been like hey maybe it's time to get back at the borderlands mm, no this isn't this isn't the game this isn't fun it's just it's it's more borderlands it's nothing new it's nothing really that exciting i guess hmm but Steven loves Borderlands, right? Well, but I mean, that's, even... you know, when you say it's more Borderlands, that's what people wanted, apparently, yeah. because um, people got really upset at Kotaku, I remember, for saying, like, Borderlands 3 is just more Borderlands. And people were like, yeah, but that's what we wanted. And, like, I, yeah, okay, I think, if that's what you like, then yeah. it's there. I, I mean, think, the game sold very well. I think Borderlands 3's 
biggest issue is Destiny's currently biggest issue is it's really, really shitty at onboarding new players. It's you just, know what I oh, think yeah. Borderlands 3's biggest issue is? What is it Randy? <laughs> is it Randy no. the Magician? No, I, I don't think that game's shortcomings can be blamed entirely on Randy at this point. Um, uh, what, what is it? I'm actually curious what you, what you think the issue is. That it's a bad video game. Mm, mm, bold. It's a bad uh, game that invented the looter shooter genre and then didn't evolve at all. Are you telling me you and, don't uh, find it funny at all? And uh, I've played one and two. two. Like, I've finished both of the first games and I got about two hours into the third one and was really? like, this looks like shit. This, the f- shooting feels terrible. And the humor is like not good. It's badly written, That's, and it fucking sucks. It's sucking fucks, and I don't like it. That, it's interesting you mentioned the shooting, because I was thinking about that after I finished it, because I went to Destiny after I finished it to, to do the bounties for the alternates. It's so night and day how bad the shooting is for Borderlands. It's unreal how ter- <laughs> like because I was playing Destiny a lot when it came out last year, and I was like, okay, well, I'll, I'll take one for the team. I'll play through this to uh, to review it or something. And I just couldn't stand it. And uh, if you like it, I guess power to you. But um, no, I'm going to come out. And I mean, I've said this before on this show or other ones. I think Borderlands fucking sucks. It's just, no. it's, it's so amazing how unfun the shooting can be at times. And like, I have some pretty cool weapons uh, that I was ending up using. Mm-hmm. But like, it's just, it does, there's no weight behind it. It's all like just slippery and, and just unsatisfying to shoot the enemies. And just uh, everything moves at such a weird, jarring pace that it can be hard to track some of the, like, the more, ni- the more nimble enemies. And maybe it has something to do with my build or that I've just stepped away. But like, there's just no, like, weight or gravitas or or just sheer power behind the weapons it all just like washes over you in like a a colorful haze of just nonsense yeah i uh i don't care for it you know yeah no i uh, I get that and yeah um i don't know what else to say that would be funny and also (laughs) mean but we can, we, can, just, we can move on. There's just you. nothing funny to say about it because it's not funny. We it's can, just, let's move on. It's, let's, let's move on to, to Diablo 4. Uh, wait wait a second. There are four of these now? Yeah, there's there's four. Oh, Merrick, oh, there are four of these. There's they, they've, there's four of them and they've remade two of them, I believe, uh, already. But, but the fourth one isn't out yet. No, the fourth one is... Is it this year, Steven? I don't know if we know or not. I don't think um, we know. I assumed it was probably this year, but I'm assuming with COVID, it's probably gotten pushed back. But it's 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 the fourth one uh, in the series. They do like a quarterly update on what they've been doing with it, and I I didn't actually have a chance to read through it. I know you did, Stephen. Yep. What what is it? What's it looking like? Because I'm actually pretty excited. I like Diablo game. I like Diablo lore. I liked anything really Diablo as like silly as it can be. Um, yeah, like, a weird thing about Diablo 4 is that's, like, uh, obviously a really anticipated game because it's Diablo. Diablo is huge. Diablo 3, uh, I don't even know if quietly, but, like, I don't think it gets talked a lot about in our circles, but Diablo 3 is, like, one of the best-selling video games of all time. Yeah. Um, it was kind of, like, uh, maligned at launch because of a variety of things, and, uh, eventually it just kind of became a juggernaut, but... 
yeah, they're making a Diablo 4. Um, they have been kind of quietly just saying a ton about that game and sharing like a ton of like internal stuff about like playtesting and details about not story but like just a ton of details about like what's going on in terms of uh mechanics and how they're building that game kind of the biggest stuff that gets talked about in this latest update that they did over at blizzard was uh some of the open world stuff sanctuary the name of the diablo universe is going to be like an open world that you can just run around from one end to the other it sounds like this time as what's it, it was it was segmented last time if i'm remembering correctly diablo was like in chap like a it was all like just stages you loaded up right they've never done like a a seamless world yeah diablo 2 and 3 for sure were always act based i think diablo 1 it was always it was just like one dungeon that you yeah. just went down uh, i never played diablo 1 uh, or if i did it was very short um, but yeah, it was always act-based, and the different acts would take place in different continents and regions. So you had uh, your big desert area, and you had your medieval town area, and you had your hell, and you had your heaven, and all that stuff. And this one, it sounds like it's just going to be big open world. They're straight up uh, in this update talking about how there's going to be Assassin's Creed Origins and Odyssey-style camps. And you go to these camps, and they'll have unique different kind of encounters that you can have one of which is the people have all been turned into pillars of salt and you have to go figure out uh, why that's happening there's one where the boss is a spirit that is jumping from one enemy mob to the next and you have to keep killing them over and over again as his spirit jumps from monster to monster uh to try and finally uh kill him which is kind of cool and then those towns will then be taken over um and become friendly to you um, a couple other interesting things that they mentioned in here is that the cutscenes are going to be real time this time. Uh, interesting. Previously, yeah. That's uh, surprising. Yeah, they have never done that before in uh, the Diablo games. The Diablo game, they, as far as cutscenes would go, there was basically uh, you would have sort of two D paintings of your characters um, that were like these little animatics, and then you like have, cinema quality cutscenes. <laughs> like yeah, they had massive, like maybe like five or six like really high end cutscenes to like start and end the acts. Yeah, those those basically your your classic Blizzard super well produced three D cutscenes, and then they would have just like here's two characters in a town talking with no cinematography whatsoever. It's just like the normal <laughs> camera pulled back type stuff looking like a Baldur's Gate, looking like a Diablo 2, and people would talk. This one, it sounds like, they're going to be real-time, which opens up some interesting stuff in terms of your loot uh, will be visible in cutscenes on your character that's as the cool. camera moves around and stuff, which is neat. That's, that's, and, and and it's, I don't know, like, I always say it, and I probably not, like, I'm obviously not the first, but, like, Blizzard really should just make movies of some of these games, like, StarCraft, like, every time I see a Blizzard cutscene, I'm always like, mmm, this would be such a good, I would, I would pay good money to see, like, a StarCraft or a Diablo, like, television series, because they're always so, like, it's, it's, a, it's incredible how, like, the level of sheer quality Blizzard's, like, cutscenes are compared to, like, maybe the rest of the industry. And I'm really curious if they're going to kind of keep that high-end quality or if they're going to just go with this direction, like you're saying, and just make them all in-engine where it'll be a lot more, I guess, uh, seamless in the transitions as opposed to, like, how weirdly jarring they can be in the other games. 
Yeah. I mean, I'll say they shared two cutscene uh, images. Again, they're not going into spoilery type stuff, but they, they did share two screenshots of the in-game cutscenes, or the in-engine cutscenes, rather. And they look pretty damn good, uh, I will say. They, they're going for a much more... Um, one of the... Uh, Initial complaints I'll say about Diablo 3 was that it was too colorful and too like vibrant and lively, you know, because video games are typically <laughs> too cartoonish and too, you know, too fun. This is yeah. hell. The only color in hell is either brown or red. That's it. Right. That's the only thing that exists. Well, that's what the people who were very mad about Diablo 3 when that game first got shown said. Um, so they were like, we want it to be more brown and gray. And Blizzard has heard your complaints and is going back to their way more like gothic horror blood and guts kind of uh, aesthetic from Diablo 2. Or that was kind of like more, it wasn't even in Diablo 2 so much as it is like implied to be in Diablo 2 because just the level of fidelity was not there to really show it mm -hmm. off that way. Uh, the initial cutscene for Diablo 4 that they showed when they first announced the game is like this woman getting made out of blood. Um, I think she's a demon or something. Or she's like an she's, a, she's yeah, one probably of the demons. Demon sounds right for someone being made out of blood. Yeah, she, that's it's, true. Uh, it's like her entire cape is made out of blood. Her name is Lilith, and yeah. she is one of the candidate, one of like the, the prime evil sins, like one of the the main sins. I don't know if she is. I think because I'm pretty sure she is she not the, with, like Asmodon and Belial and them. I don't think so. I think okay. she is. I think she's the mom of, like, everybody who lives on that planet, because I think in Diablo lore, angels and demons were, like, living in hell and heaven, like, just doing what they do, and then a bunch of them were like, this sucks! Like, heaven and hell and the whole fighting thing, like, boy, this is boring, let's go. So they left, like, heaven and hell and created their own universe uh, where they like just hung out together and that is sanctuary that's the Diablo universe and they had kids you know that were uh, half angel half demon called the Nephilim who right. um, ended up becoming humans because over like uh, eventually yeah, it's been a long time since I read Diablo lore I want, somebody did the, something with a crystal and it made over generations the, the, the Nephilim lose their powers and they became like weak ass humans um, mm. but in, in, and then that's in Diablo what's that? that's what you are in Diablo 3 the Nephilim right? yeah in Diablo 3 you get your Nephilim powers back you, like, yeah. re you're, you become the last Nephilim or something like that Death. Uh, so that's death. Your death in this one. Uh, death, death is the is main dead. boss of the expansion to Diablo Three. Yeah, oh. death, death is Mathael, uh, and he he kind of uh, he pushes blocks around and yeah throws his cool sight at you. Yeah, yeah he has, uh, he's wears like this kind of hockey mask. Yeah, um, looks like a a real uh, soul reaver motherfucker. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I will anyway. say when I, I, I two things. One, it's really weird that we're complaining about colors in the Diablo game because I thought Diablo three had some of the coolest level design for that series because it took risks and took us to like a like it took us to like dumb staple video game levels, but no. like for Diablo it was nice and refreshing. No, Colin, you like, Colin, like a we, we are not complaining like, about this. The people complaining oh, about yeah. this are the fucking like oh, no. more like Zelda crew, like the people yeah. who are very upset about Wind Waker uh, having cel shaded graphics 
graphics back when they came. But we moved past that as a culture, right? <laughs> apparently not, because Blizzard apparently it really stuck in their craw for the last seven years, <laughs> and they decided to go back and try to court that crowd from Diablo III's huh. initial launch. They're just really afraid of somebody standing up at their next press conference and asking them if it's a joke, and then it's just becoming a viral sensation throughout. So they're oh. just like, okay, okay, we'll make it. We'll, we'll, you know what? We'll throw as much gray out of the textures as you want. You know, yeah. no more color in this world. Merritt, do you know about this? No. Oh my um, god. <laughs> oh wait, was this when they were like their big announcement was like Diablo is on phone? Yeah, yeah. Diablo Immortal uh, got announced, and then they did a live Q and A with people in the crowd, and the first person who stood up was, was like, "Is this a joke?" Right. Yeah, I do vaguely remember those. So what? I, what I, basically what I'm saying is that, like a lot of different video game communities, the community for Blizzard games is often very bad. Uh, it's it remarkably toxic or towards blizzard uh, of all things like yeah. it's not like like overwatch is just a whole fucking like another thing it's on its own asthma it's terrible yeah, overwatch is just bad like i love overwatch as a game but like overwatch is like community like straight out drove me out of the game because i i used to play pretty competitively and then i just it's just so fucking toxic but like yeah I, i've and- never seen a couple like outside of like maybe like the destiny community like hates on bungie but like don't rally behind like them uh when needed like as a community like blizzard fans will like leave blizzard out to die if they need to to like make a point like i've never seen like a a community of players be so directly hostile to the developers like publicly so frequently I mean, a well, yes and no because they'll they'll leave them out to die, but they'll also still make Diablo three the game that they complained about one of the best selling games in the history of PC gaming as a platform. Right. So <laughs> apparently, it's not that like, but leaving them out to die does not include not buying their video games. But yeah, I mean, the other thing too with Blizzard is that Blizzard, at least uh, I, at least as far as Overwatch goes, and I think that you see some of this with um, Diablo four, but Blizzard uh, Overwatch in particular is a great example of a company that listens to community feedback like the loudest most vocal minority of a community that is the most hostile to them and just constantly tries to adjust the game to their whims at all times um overwatch is a game that just like the 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 hardcore esports competitive like diamond tier people constantly complain about that game and blizzard bends over backwards to change every aspect of how it works to appease that uh, contingent of people. It's something that doesn't work. It sucks. No, it it doesn't work, and everybody hates it. And the only like, if you actually like read anything about Overwatch balancing and the like state of the, that game, it's just people talking about how uh, terrible so many like how that game has. I mean, that's why Valorant exists. Valorant exists because Riot saw an opportunity to make a game from the ground up for that kind of community that just wanted a first person shoot like a hardcore first person shooter like a Counter Strike, whereas like uh, Blizzard made a fun, goofy, team-based, power-focused, competitive, like competitive game that was like very colorful and and fun and everything like that. And over time, has just bleached out a lot of that fun in favor of just like hardcore shooting mechanics um, that has really alienated a lot of the more casual audience from that game over time. And Which is it sucks. And not to turn this into the Overwatch like. <laughs> the Overwatch yeah, episode. His Overwatch numbers do not go up; they stay static. Um, I, I I like Overwatch a lot. I just, I mean, you are right though. It's it's a lot of uh, 
panhandling to the to the people that are like the lowest like not the lowest but like the the most vocal despite like maybe having the least amount of impact overall and it sounds like that's kind of happening with diablo which is disappointing because i really really liked uh, the variety in diablo's levels especially like heaven and hell like when you got to go to heaven in diablo 3 i thought that was really cool you get to kind of see where the angels are and it's all these it's a lot it's a lot of gold it's a lot of blues uh, I thought that was like one of the cooler levels and you kind of get to see how kind of mixed through it. And it's, it's a little disappointing that we're going back to the really boring grays uh, of Diablo. Cause like at a certain point that just kind of washes together and just doesn't really stand out for me anymore. Yeah. Uh, at least in terms of the art style, the game might also be fun to play. I will say, um, for again, for as blind as it was at launch, Diablo 3 is a tremendously fun to game to play. Oh, yeah. I also, if people want to get into Diablo now, I, I believe this is still the case. Maybe they've changed it for PC and the other consoles. But the last time I checked, the Switch version was the best version of Diablo 3 out there because the Switch version is the one that lets you skip to adventure mode right out the gate. You don't have really? to campaign. Yeah. Interesting. Um, adventure mode in Diablo 3 is the one that like gives you like um, daily new levels and bosses and unique monsters and things to go through to get loot in in randomly generated levels where and lets you just basically not play the story which the story of Diablo 3 is bad um, it's, it's not good it's not and the campaign is not particularly fun um, most of the uh, versions of that game at least at launch required you to beat that campaign before you unlocked the real Diablo 3 which is adventure mode and and that even actually I think didn't the campaign was long the it was like 25 30 hours if I because you go it's, it yeah, just keeps long. going it keeps going and it goes nowhere it's just like it's town after town after town of like uh, Leia the your friend in that game being like I've got to get more power to defeat Diablo and then <laughs> And then it just turns out that like, oh no, uh, you tur- you've actually been turning me into Diablo this whole time. And then you kill her, you kill her, and she burns and she falls off a building. And then that's the end of that game. Uh, but then adventure mode is just like cool, fun. It's even got like unique monsters and bosses and gear that you can't get in the campaign of that game. Um, and the Switch version just allows you to skip all that stuff and go straight to the good. Uh, anyway, I can move off of Diablo now. I think that's probably most of what we have for this week. Yeah, it was another another thing. Just the uh, uh, games like you know Final Fantasy and uh, Monster Hunter are still all in their holding patterns because of COVID. Sadly, uh, I'm I'm still looking into getting into Monster Hunter, Stephen. Like I'm still trying <laughs> to find like a time to get into Monster Hunter because I have I have Iceborne. I have the I, I've beaten the main campaign. I just need to like commit at this point. Yeah, <laughs> I'm no, just, it's a good time to get into it because of all the events still yeah. going. Like, it's actually legit. Also, I mean, this is probably going to appeal to a much smaller contingent of people, but the Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate is on sale on Switch right now for 20 bucks, um, And that's a hell of a lot of game, if people want to check that out. Yeah. Otherwise, I think there's cool. there, there's no update on, on Warframe, right? We're just deadlock, and that's it. They put out a new... Uh, there was the deadlock. I don't know if you guys talked about There was a new chapter of the Nightwave stuff. Um, oh yeah, story. I have not been uh, keeping up with that. I got to, I've got to actually do the investigations because I just haven't been. Yeah, uh, did you beat the first one? I haven't. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, uh, they they put out another chapter of that. Um, 
mild spoilers here. If you want to jump ahead 30 seconds, I'll just say uh, it seems like we have a clue as to the identity of the glassmaker. Uh, it sounds like it is maybe uh, the Arokan who invented the Cephalons, the like AI people, the like, the the, pe- the people who were turned into AIs, like Cephalon Suda and Cephalon Psy and Ordus and all them. Uh, it sounds like maybe the guy who invented those is the glassmaker. So not a so. tube man. Not a tube man. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> this time it's not a tube man. Damn it. That's that's how you get. That's how you like catch my attention. Is you bring my boy back and his tube men. That's just you gotta you know, have. If you're listening, just hold DLC about them. I'll, Teal Regal is he canonically still alive or did we kill him? I think he's still alive. I don't. Everybody's are there any alive. bosses Warframe. that we actually kill in Warframe or did they all so, just get away? Vor. We killed died, Vor. Yeah, Vor died. Because have you? Have you mm, we didn't he die though. He died in the. Uh, he went to the void. Yeah, he is. He gets resurrected. Like he dies for sure, but then also gets resurrected as this weird sort of like corrupted vor creature yeah. that lives in the void and attacks you like the stalker. But like everyone else, I feel like uh, is like. I'll get you, catch it, and then like flies off. <laughs> like, like what's his name? Uh, the guy who's just a face with little tiny arms. They heck. He literally does that. Um, <laughs> definitely, what's his name? The uh, Corpus guy. Oh yeah, Alad V. Alad V Alad has v. died and come back uh, seven hundred times. You have loyalty issues, Tenno. He's basically my the Nuka project will help you. LMB is, like the, LMB is like the team rocket of Warframe. Like, we, yeah. we blast him off, and then he comes back, like, sometime next I love month. Like a new he is so a good. fucking king. And, I love uh, Till Rigor, too, to be honest Til- with you. Every Warframe villain, except Vor, Vor fucking sucked, and I'm glad he's dead and in hell. Not a lot of people know that. Uh, <laughs> that he is in hell. Um, but uh, all the rest of them... Just like fun guys, just I like just fun guys. How, how they just the voice actors for Warframe's villains just fucking go for it. Yeah. Like there's no holding; they just go for how ridiculous it is. It's like a uh, Killer Detem who's just like uh, you. Oh never my face Someone like Killer Detem just constantly saying her own name. <laughs> yeah, Colin, have you fought her? I have. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I. God, I need to fight her more because I need the fucking last part of Saren, but. Yeah, the arena fight where she's just like, just constantly yelling over a loudspeaker <laughs> and just like launching missiles. Uh, very good. Very good. Yeah. Video games are pretty good. Some of them are not bad. Hey, you know what? Some of them are not bad. Just get out there and uh, make those numbers go up. Uh <laughs> That's what I usually say at the end of the podcast, which we're approaching. But I guess before then, I have to say go to fanbyte.com for more of this kind of thing. And uh, you can follow Colin on Twitter at BeguiledGamer. You can follow Stephen on Twitter at Stephen Strom. Uh, I'm on Twitter at, uh, at Merrick K. And uh, Fanbyte is on Twitter at Fanbyte Media because they won't let us have Fanbyte. Yeah, Jack. Anything? Uh, anything else? Anyone want to say before we uh, bounce? 
Just the usual reminder that, again, if you're listening to this show on this feed, you probably know this, but if not, just a reminder that most of the shows have been split off into their own feeds, and I'm going to keep singing that until the cows come home, just to remind people that uh, the original two feeds that housed about 16 different Fanbyte podcasts uh, among them have been split off into their own feeds on iTunes, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, all that good stuff, so... Uh, if you want to listen to Office Hours or the Fanbyte Daily News, you can go find those in their own feeds. FanWith, obviously, is the flagship podcast for Fanbyte.com, so it's probably pretty easy to find. There's FanFight as well. And I recommend everybody goes out and listens to those and gives us a little bit of a rating and review to support us. Yeah, and make yeah sure we to... love a rating and love a review. Yes, and make sure to join our Discord, uh, discord.com slash fanbyte. We have a growing community. Fanbyte.com slash discord, actually. That's the word. That's, there you go. This is what Steven does it and I don't. This is, <laughs> uh, but we, we talk, a lot of people there play Warframe. So if you're looking to get into Warframe and you need people to play with, or any, really, of these these games, a lot of people yeah. in our community play them. Uh, a number of Monster Hunters in there, Yes, actually. make sure to yeah. join, and we can make all make the numbers go up collectively as a community yeah that's what it's all about you know yeah it's the it's the new version of uh harvesting crystalline fractaline or whatever the fuck it's called (laughs) (laughs) no i think that is yeah fractaline something okay who knows those times are long past we haven't we we don't recall those anymore we don't speak about those uh we don't talk about the fractaline harvest. It's all about that altered energy now, baby. All about that haunted energy. That's not it. Twisted. Uh, twisted energy black. Uh, my that favorite entry like in the Twisted Energy series where you play as the ice cream man who wants to kill his daughter and it's very fun and we all have a good laugh when you try to make a wish with Calypso, your best friend, and it, he turns it on you and you say... Uh, you know, I, I wish I uh, was taller, and he makes you so tall that you go out of the atmosphere and you die. Yeah. So uh, sometimes you become Rob Zombie. This is who sometimes the nine, you become Rob Zombie. Dark, this is what the nine is. This just it's just it's just Calypso. Uh, so just just be, be safe out there and watch out for Calypso, and uh, just be careful with those wishes. You know, there's always some kind of monkey's paw situation going on. Uh, and until next week. Keep those numbers going up. Bye. Bye. So long.